How to deal with triggers? So in short, don't. <laughs> Leave them alone for a bit. Because if you try to investigate a trigger from within a trigger, you're not going to get anywhere. Because you're still in the space of the trigger, right? So you cannot um, fix the problem from the place that the problem was created. So in order to deal with a trigger, first you have to create some distance towards it, right? So you're not identified with the trigger, you're not the trigger, you're not the like the triggered wounded child in a child or whatever you want to call that. You know, in my, like, I don't really subscribe to the inner child thing. Like, I know there's, <laughs> you know, I call it the the ego or the animal because that's where I was, that's how I was trained. But it doesn't really matter what you call that part, right? It's a it's a triggered part. It's a it's a part that doesn't feel good. It's a part that's like reactive, ouchy, it's a little bit painful, <coughs> like a wounded animal, right? Like if if you have a wounded animal, they will uh, be aggressive and, and bark and not want to be close to you, right? So what you want to do is you want to separate yourself from that, uh, like disidentify and get into your higher self space, meaning let go of the trigger completely and get into the space of all is well, like the higher spiritual perspective, right, where you can hold it, where you can hold the trigger, where you can hold yourself, because if you are triggered and you try to investigate it, or you, you bring that trigger to another person, there's not going to be any resolution, because you are in the space of the trigger, right, you need to be in a space of solution, not the problem, so to get into um, your higher self space, would be meditation, some quiet time, maybe take a bath, take a walk, like just mm, focus on something that's, that's not, got nothing to do with the trigger, right? And so the nuance here is if you are doing this to get away from the trigger, that's not going to work. You have to totally release it, totally let it, let it go, trusting that it, it's going to be there. <laughs> it's definitely going to be there when you when you choose to return to it. Right? And in the beginning, if you're not trained, if you're not used to this process, it might take you a while, might take you some time to really shift your focus. But once you've done it a few times, then it becomes like it becomes super easy and you can switch in a matter of minutes or even seconds, right? You just notice the trigger, you're like, oh, okay, let me let me get into my higher space where I can hold this. So once you are um, in your higher self or connected to your inner being or, you know, feeling good, basically, <laughs> um, then if the trigger is still a problem, if the trigger is still a thing, because very often when you connect to a higher perspective, the trigger resolves itself and there's no more work to be done. You just don't, it's just, it fixes itself, right? So it may happen that trigger is resolved and there's nothing more to investigate, nothing more to um, work with. However, if there, if there is still the trigger, once you are like in your higher self perspective, 
then you will come back to it and allow it a full expression, right? So sometimes it can be a verbal expression because um, tr like trigger and, and high highly charged emotional energy is expressed through um, voice, through sound or through movement. So you, you might want to ask it to speak and you can do that um, through, for example, speaking to an impartial witness, um, um, recording yourself speaking like as a voice note or as a video, speaking to a like confidential person, a friend. Or you can speak this and say this and vent it out to a person to the person who triggered you, right? But there's you have to ask permission, you have to ask if they have the space, but it's also possible, right? So you can um, ask it to speak or you can uh, uh, do some breath work practice, right? Trusting that this will uh, clear it also because it will. Or you can practice some kind of somatic release. So that can be dance, that can be like shaking and like throwing your body wildly around, <laughs> punching a pillow, screaming, being angry, just letting the energy out, processing the energy out. And once this is done, once you feel fully expressed, you want to close it off with something positive again, right? So whatever it is, you know, you, you may feel like, taking a bath, you know, after like a heavy swamping, processing, venting session. Maybe you want to treat yourself. Maybe you want to cuddle with your partner, with your cat, with your dog. Maybe you want to receive some words of affirmation. Maybe, um, you know, there's something that soothes you and elevates you back up out of the depths of the underworld where you were just doing that deep work, right? And you have to be willing to be soothed. You have to be willing to come out of that deep, dark space, right? So only you can know what will soothe you. Like nobody can figure it out for you and nobody can like do it for you. You have to know what will soothe you and ask for it, right? If you are venting to another person, especially the person who triggered you, you ask them for permission. So I have this trigger, blah, blah, blah. I want to share it. Do you have the space to listen to me now? Then you speak it all out, blah, 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 blah. This is how I feel, blah, 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 blah. And then you tell them, this is what I need to feel better. This, this, um, if you say these words, that will soothe me. That will soothe my ego. That will soothe my animal. I want to hear reassurance. I want to hear affirmation. I want to hear empathy, right? And that's it. You just ask them, they deliver it to you and you feel better, right? However, they have to be willing to do that. If they're not willing, then you need to find that from someone else, from somewhere else. So the, it, it's totally your responsible, responsibility to be soothable, right? Because if you go to someone just to vent and you're not willing to be soothed, you're not willing to feel better, it's better that you don't go to them because you're just you would just be um, <clears throat> like pulling them into your swamp without giving them an, op an option to, to escape or to, to leave, right? <coughs> so 
So the basic format is positive, negative, positive. Right? So you start, when you want to process a trigger, you start from a positive place. You don't want to start from a negative place. You want to start from feeling good. And then you dive deep into what doesn't feel good. And then you emerge back out and and come out onto the surface to feel good again. Right? Positive, negative, positive. Because how you how you start something is how you um that's gonna be the energetic signature of that process. So you wanna start on a high note, you wanna start from a place of positivity. And now whatever you use to get to those spaces like the positive negative positive is your full creative freedom so you can use all kinds of tools all kinds of practices all kinds of things to bring you to that positive place initially and then you can use all kinds of things to bring you to that to express the full depth of your negatives right and then you use full creative freedom to get yourself back into the positive space right so these these three steps is all you gotta remember when you are triggered it's like foreplay role play aftercare like in bdsm there's always foreplay there's always the discussion there's always the boundary setting right we we set the scene we um we agree on the terms, we agree on the safe words, we agree on what's going to happen, we discuss the, uh, the scene, the particulars, the, all the things that need to be there uh, for safety, like safety precautions. And then you just have fun, you have a little bit of foreplay, you enjoy, you, you bring that, you, you know, you create the mood so that it's nice and it's, it's fun and it's sexy. And then you do the role, then you do the role play, right? You play out, you act out, you act out your trigger, you act out your, your wounded ego, your offended ego, your uh, whatever is going on, right? You act it out, you allow it space, you, you, you go fully into that, um, that role, right? Like you act out the wounded child or the wounded animal, or the offended, um, offended lover, whatever, right? It's like you've agreed to do this you're like you came to the scene and you discussed it like hey this is my ego is wounded my animal is wounded my inner child is wounded and I would like to act it out do you would you like to co-create with me in this process right it's like it's it's exactly this <coughs> then you um, you have fun with the role play and afterwards once the scene is complete you do aftercare Right, you do a cuddle session. You talk about your feelings. You you bring yourself up uh, down. You you have a bath. You have some chocolate. Something that soothes you again. Something that you know makes you feel good again. Because role play, like playing in the intensity, especially of the negative, like and negative negative polarity, can be quite intense and can can be quite taxing and can be quite um, jarring and unsettling for the nervous system. So you want to soothe your nervous system back to like comfort and safety levels okay i hope this helps this the you all you gotta do is remember the basic format positive negative positive foreplay role play aftercare and you'll be golden okay loving you bye